Welcome to MBSing. I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guest today is my good friend, Becca Slack, another member of my playground team, Squall. Uh, we're getting to the end of that list, but I couldn't be happier because they're some of my favorite people. And this was a great episode. Becca realized in trying to settle on a topic that uh, a lot of her loves and interests uh combined into being from the suburbs uh she loves going to the mall she loves chain restaurants she loves trying to uh attempt activities that she was never good at for the sake of other people that she grew up with (laughs) uh you'll find out more uh when you listen this was so much fun she was born in new york city but grew up um, for the first part of her childhood in a suburb of New York and then moved to a suburb of Denver. So she kind of got to witness a couple of different, um, suburban cultures, I guess, and, uh, and kind of flip-flopped around, um, personality-wise or, or, uh, uh, identity-wise, uh, kind of as a result, but also she just admittedly didn't really know um, who she was or, or what she was trying to be uh, for the sake of anyone else. So this this was a ton of fun, um, and we laughed a lot. And I could relate on a, 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 a lot of levels, um, but I, I didn't really live in a suburb. I basically lived in a suburb of a suburb. We had to drive to a suburb for... A lot of the kinds of things that she talks about uh, as entertainment, um, which is silly. Uh, but this was this was great, um, and I can't wait for everyone to get into it. Slack is so so funny, um, and I think all of these different interests and um, people and and identities that she's had over the years have really led her to have this totally diverse. Um, silly, silly look at at life and at characters and at um, the way people can try to be something that they're not. Um, and I think it really informs her uh, comedy overall. So enjoy this. Um, have a wonderful New Year's. Um, if you want to make a resolution and have a new 2015 and put behind you some dumb things that you did in 2014 cool more power to you um but you know it's it's a good starting place for things like that but i think it's also important to keep in mind that you can always do things like that just because it's new year's doesn't mean you should feel like that's the only time you can make a change in your life it's just an important thing to remember um uh, so have fun with some friends tonight. If you're listening to this uh, after New Year's Eve, which I'm sure a lot of you are, think back on how much fun you had on New Year's Eve. Or if it was terrible, think about how it was terrible and how you don't have to relive that anymore and you can just be, this is a new year. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. 
It's a new life. Uh, cool. That's my New Year's Eve thing. I love New Year's Eve. Just because it seems like a good time to get together and reflect. Um, now I'm sounding like a hypocrite. You can do that anytime. This is a good time for it. Um, but for me, uh, I've spent the last few of them with my very best friend, Stephanie. She got back into town yesterday. We found out we got each other the same Christmas gift. Framed pictures of the Dalai Lama. It was a whole thing. So, I hope you guys have had something fun in your lead-up to New Year's Eve, as I have. Uh, anywho, I, this is going to be something fun in your lead-up to New Year's Eve. So, I won't keep you from it any longer. Quick plugs. If you want to see Becca and I performing together on Squall, you can. Any Friday in January at 10 p.m., at the Playground Theater. Uh, we're kind of the the old-timers uh, at a college night, so it should be fun if you want to see some college uh, students who, <laughs> the last time I saw one of these teams, they are really good because they improvise and rehearse uh, multiple times a week um, together with the same group, which will lead you to be better at improv. Um, and it showed. So come check those out. We're looking forward to it for sure. That's Friday nights at the Playground Theater at 10 p.m. Um, Saturday the 10th at 11 p.m., the Nerdalogs will be performing at the Chicago Sketchfest. This is a huge event for Chicago comedy every year, and I would encourage anyone within the sound of my voice to check out any shows, but obviously, particularly, the one that I biasly want you to see, the Nerdalogs. Um, that group is really important to me. I'll be celebrating most of tonight with them, um, and they're just some of the best people. So thoughtful, so smart, so, so... Uh, passionate. Um, we also put out a list on Spotify of some of our favorite songs of 2014. Not necessarily f that came out this year, but just that we liked this year. Um, and my brother checked it out. Already gave it his seal of approval. Uh, and, and we're just kind of doing lots of silly things all the time. So keep an eye out on our Facebook page or Twitter or website or however you do things like that. Um, that's just an ongoing sweet plug for that group of people who really uh, supports me in general, but also supports this endeavor. Um, and it would be remiss for me to not mention it as often as I do. Cool. Have a great night. If you're listening to this on New Year's Eve, be safe. Have fun. Have a great night. If you're not listening to this on New Year's Eve, you can still be safe and have fun. But first, get into this with Becca Slack. Oh are there any little kids in your family? There are. Yeah, so we're Irish Catholic. So there's <laughs> Hello. Like, there's always a baby. Oh, like. yeah. My mom has, um, she's one of nine. So there's eight brothers and sisters. And then they, most of them have like at least one or one to three children, so there's always Your babies. Family's so it's big. It's so big. Um, so we have a lot of them are like 
young elementary school age. Mm-hmm. And then my cousin has a, a he just turned three, but he looks like he's five. Oh, he's like dang! My yeah, husband's yeah. like uh, huge. And they live in the they live up in upstate New York, like in the the mountains. He's uh-huh. like a mountain man. He uh-huh. like built their house. Oh which is my like a cabin. god! Yeah, he's like. Paul Bunyan. Yeah, he's everything and, stereotypical about that region right, and yeah. about that size person all at once. So they're so Wyatt, who's their son, is like is as big as a five year old. So I think when people see him out, they're like, "This five year old is so wild." Right. But it's like, no, he's, he's, only, three. he's only three. He's still trying to figure stuff out. Give him a little break. They took him to the Grinch in. Um, I don't know where they do that. Somewhere, like, in Times Square. Oh. And they're from upstate, so they don't like the city. Get into the city, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I guess he hated the Grinch, because he was mean. Oh, no. <laughs> He's like, I hate this. I want to be it, here. So it's, like, so it's like it kind of like a Santa thing? Performance, where they like go? yeah. Okay. I wasn't quite sure what it was. But <laughs> it's because it's also people who are so unfamiliar with something like that that they don't even know how to tell you about it. Right. They're just like, we took him to the Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what does that mean? <laughs> he did not. The Grinch. <laughs> Which I get. I'm like, if you're young and you don't know the story, then you're like, yeah. why are we watching this Why would this you like this mean person? <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. But there's always like, there's always a baby, I feel like. My co- and my cousin just one of my cousins just got married, and there was gotcha. like it was one of those stereotypical things like in the father of the bride speech where it was like waiting on grandchildren. Ugh, it was like, oh yikes, that's still a thing for people. Yeah, I was telling someone recently that while I was at my brother's house um, before Christmas, I like said something kind of casually to my dad about like sorry I haven't settled down yet perhaps you know just like something kind of silly right. and he was like he like I think what you're doing is so cool like that's great I you should never feel that pressure and I was like yeah and like Nathan's got it covered so I didn't have to you're right <laughs> that's yeah I feel like both my sister and I are like Whoopsie. Sorry. <laughs> but I, like, I point blank asked my, both my parents, this trip, I was like, I was like, are you dead set on grandchildren? Yeah. Because it's a thing that I'm like, because my friends are starting to get married and yeah. like, one of my friends like just told me that she's pregnant and a friend from home. Um, I was going to say, no espe- yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, especially friends from home are are in those kind of situations constantly. Yeah, and I was like, are you dead set on grandchildren? Is this something I'm going to have to feel guilty about? Right. And they were both like, no, we want you to just, like, do what you want. Yeah. There's no pressure. Bernard. Yeah. Bernard, like, wants nothing to do with. (laughs) He likes, like, I mean, he likes kids or whatever, but he's like, no, live your life. No pressure. That's how my dad is, too. He's just like, what you're doing is cool. Why would we try to get you to do something you probably don't really want to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, but it was like, re- I think I knew that, but I just wanted to hear it. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. To for be sure. like, I am, I'm Especially okay, as okay. the oldest. Yeah. And you know your little sister isn't like right. on the verge like, of that. And either. Ready for that. And not like right. neither one of us are. I saw this thing. Real quick, I saw this thing on Reddit. Well, someone else posted it. I don't actually do Reddit. 
I only live Reddit through other people. Right. I've seen, like, I've gone on it a couple times and it's just confusing. It's I'm not great at the internet, though. Um, I'm not great at things like that either. It's just, like, too much. I don't get it. I think it would be too consuming if you really did, like, yeah, read it all the get, time. Like, stuck in there. <sighs> yeah, but someone posted this thing and was like, well, this is the worst thing from the relationship advice uh, Reddit I've ever seen. And it was this girl who's like, she's like, I just turned 18. My older sister's 10 years older than me, and her trouble um, trying to have children with her husband has been made very, like, public in our family, and she's very open about talking about it and how much it stresses her out and, like, her affecting, is affecting her family, and over this holiday, she sat me down and asked me if I would be a surrogate mother for her, and obviously I said no, and my whole family is trying to get me to do it and telling me that I'm being selfish by not doing it. And they're, like, Yikes. threatening me to not talk to me anymore. And thankfully, all the top comments are like, do not do this. The fact that your family is trying to pressure you into it by saying they'll never talk to you again means that you should probably just not talk yeah. to them. Like, that's a huge red flag. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> you probably be better off without this in your life. I understand these are the only people they've ever, you know, oh. known as your family. And I see things like that and I'm just like, wow. I have it so right? easy. Yeah. I'm like, I'm getting pissed off in the back of the car. Right. I'm not getting to the mall fast enough. Exactly. And I was just complaining about like seeing my parents. I mean, not my parents, but like having to like leave the city so much over the holidays. It's like, I'm complaining about spending time with my family that I like. I mean, obviously that's not directly what I was complaining right. about, but it's like in so many words, I'm complaining about seeing my family a lot. And this is what other yeah. people are dealing with. No one's asking you to destroy your <laughs> yeah. bottom half. You want to, um, you know, just kick a year out of your life as an 18-year-old for a baby that won't be yours? Oh my God. I totally... Yeah. And she's 18. Yeah. It's not just, like, yeah. your younger sister. It's yeah. your very younger sister. Yeah. She's... I think she's, she's probably got a hot bad. Right? That she doesn't want to Come mess on. up. She's got things to do and people to do. hey yo. Yeah, she didn't say anything about college or, like, what her plans were or anything because it's, like, honestly, it shouldn't fucking matter. No. (laughs) Could you imagine being, like, like, pregnant in college but then, like, still trying to go out and be, like, this isn't mine. Social. Yeah. Exactly. I'm having this for someone else. Exactly. Can you imagine having that conversation every time your pregnancy came up? Like it's, I'm doing this for someone else. I'm still trying to be a I'm college doing, student. Um, and in nine months, I'll sister. be like ready <laughs> to. It's crazy. It's crazy. And it's like, I mean, some of the other comments were things uh, about how her sister is probably just trying to not have to spend money on it, you know, oh, a right. legitimate professional surrogate mother or whatever. And it's just like, man, none of this should matter. No. If this person does not want to do this, no family in their right mind should be pressuring them into doing it. You can't hijack your sister's life. (laughs) Just because. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's real crazy. Uh, But anyway, let's be glad we... (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if those families live in the suburbs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My guest today is Becca Slack. Hello. Yes. Um, and she's going to talk to me about 
going up in the burps. Oh yeah. Baby. <laughs> uh, where do you think you're okay? So what's the origin of your knowledge of the burps? This, um, I guess I, I think when I grew up in New York, I, I think I was technically in a suburb. Oh, okay. I was born in Manhattan and then we lived in Queens until I was like two, almost two. And okay. then we moved to Peekskill, which is I think like an hour by car outside of the city. Okay. And I think, it, yeah, I think it's technically was a suburb, but uh, it was definitely... It seems like it would be. Yeah. It was definitely not as suburban as when we moved, when I was eight. Okay. My dad's job transferred him to Denver, uh-huh. and then we moved to Littleton, which is like 20, oh, yeah. 20 minutes south of I know Denver. at least the name. Well, Littleton is. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why do I know that name? Yeah, oh, that's right. The, the Dark everybody, Knight, right? Yeah. Um, or Dark and Knight Columbine. <laughs> God, <laughs> I picked off it to a, a good start. <laughs> no, it's it's cool. I mean, you have no control over that, right? And it's also like pretty telling about life in the suburbs. Right. You know what I mean? It's a, a famous suburb, right? Right? Yeah, <laughs> man. I didn't think about that coming into it. Obviously, um, but uh, like I said, it's telling. Uh, I wouldn't have known. I knew you had lived in New York at some point before you were in Denver, but I didn't know you were eight when you headed out. Yeah, there. I, I mean, I was young and I don't rem- like I don't remember a ton from yeah. being there. Yeah, um, but it was we'd go into the city a lot because the rest of my family lived there. Oh, um, and then we had an aunt and uncle on Long Island, which I loved because that That's was awesome. very suburban. I think I loved the suburbs before I moved there. Really? Um, yeah. It was just, I don't Long know, Island was, was suburban? They lived on a, like, in a suburban part of Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then... <laughs> That's really funny that you already were just like, what is this magical? <laughs> I know, like strip malls and regular malls and... <laughs> I love a chain restaurant. <laughs> it's so bad. Like I love living in the city, and I love, I, I like, I love that my family is in New York, and uh-huh. I, I have like we're very, like, still connected to that part, and we go back all the time. Yeah, and yeah. I love that part of me, but I <laughs> also have grown to love the suburbs. I think when That's I great. first like went to college, I was like. I fucking hate the suburbs. <laughs> this place sucks. You guys are all sheep. Like, <laughs> Highlands Ranch. You're like, what the fuck is this place? I'm all these houses look alike. <laughs> Little boxes on a hillside. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the intro to uh, uh, weeds. weeds. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's my yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> Little boxes all the same, man. You're yeah. all the same, sheeple. Yeah. <laughs> um, Definitely had that attitude for a I while. love when you talk about what you were like in college because I feel like you were so little, I was like seven different people. <laughs> I feel like I've heard you talk about being a hippie in college oh, I a was, bunch of times. Yeah, okay, so end of high school into college, I started hanging out with a bunch of potheads essentially <laughs> they were doing harder drugs but i Oof. wasn't aware of it oh wow uh, 
I was, yeah. You're just like, these people are cool. I was like, man. cool, these people are cool. Like, why does that guy fall asleep sometimes at parties? <laughs> oh, because he's on so many drugs. <laughs> and, um, oh, that's so, that's also very suburban, I feel like. Yeah, I'm like, was I that naive or did exactly. I just not want to, like, accept. accept it? And I wanted to be like, my friends are cool, and even though my parents hate them, these are good They're people. They're not bad people. Yeah. I'm sure it was some combination of the two. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, I started hanging out with those folks. Um, <laughs> and then into college, I I went, yeah, I didn't make a ton of You went friends. to CU, right? I, I did go to CU. I went to CSU before. Okay. And the I was really excited because a bunch of my friends who had graduated a year or two ahead of me went there. Oh. So I was like, I have this built-in friend. Where is it? It's in Fort Collins. Okay. Which is, like, farther north. Okay. Um, um, I was like, oh, I have this friend group. It's going to be great. But they lived, like, far off campus. Oh. Um, and I was still friends with them, but it was, like, it was hard not having any friends in the dorms. Yeah. So as a freshman... That yeah. I feel like that'd be such a big separation. And I, yeah, I'd have to like drive out there and then like s- either sleep on their couch if I wanted to like party, have a good time. Yeah, there, party. I don't know why I'm pretending. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do things I that under, I was, college yeah, freshman. I was drinking underage. Um, <laughs> yeah, I so I'd have to like stay out there, and then I felt weird because they had made new friends. I didn't want to be like a burden. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, but, right, sure. Uh, yeah, that little freshman tag right, along or whatever. Yeah, and I applied to this dorm, this, yeah, this dorm was called Corbett, that, like, everyone told me to, uh, they were like, this is the coolest one, you're going to make so many cool friends, and you're going to be, it's going to be great. And I applied, and I got into that mm-hmm. dorm, and everyone on my floor was, like, extremely conservative and oh, extremely no. religious. And this was, like, height of my hippie phase. Yeah. So I was in, like, tie-dye Grateful Dead (gasps) shirt. And then, like, this... I would wear this white skirt that was, like, frilled and layered. Yes, I know. Which is good for, like, spinning at a show. You're talking about this, like, floor length. And it has, like, three little segments that, like, uh book. I know exactly. And if you're, like, spinning at a Yonder Mountain String Band show... That looks that looks dope as hell. What string band? Yonder Mountain String Band. That's a band. That's a band. Is it a jam band? It's a jam band. (laughs) It's a jam band. Oh yeah. Do you abbreviate it? Why yonder? Oh, just just yonder. You just were like yonder's coming to the Fillmore. Gonna go. I feel like they played every New Year's Eve. Yeah, them or, it was Yonder them show or in String Cheese Incident. Oh yeah, String Cheese Incident. I've heard of that played every New Year's Eve at the STI. Film <laughs> so it was like, did you get your Yonder tickets? <laughs> yeah, we're totally going. And I think I did that more than once. No, I think maybe just once. But there was a year where it was all about going to shows. Oh sure. You didn't say like I'm going to a concert. It was like going I'm going show. to I'm going to Yonder show. <laughs> Keller Williams. I've heard of Keller Williams. (laughs) And my dad's a a deadhead. Oh, yeah. So. Which, isn't there like a funny story about your, uh, about like when you're really little where. Oh, one of my first words was Jerry. For Jerry Jerry Garcia. Garcia. 
He would do that. You know the game you play with kids where you're like, what does a dog say? Oh, yeah. What does a cat say? Yeah. And what is like, oh, whatever. And then you go, what does a deadhead say? And I would go, Jerry. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. In my family, that would be, what does a dog say? (laughs) (laughs) Like, for like the Georgia Bulldogs. Oh, my God. That would be like the thing that people would teach to little kids. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. So I like, I had... I think I was semi-legit because I had all this Grateful Dead knowledge and all this stuff. And, like, uh-huh. all my tie-dye shirts were, like, real. My legit. Dad, yeah. My dad, like, <laughs> I had been wearing them forever. Gigantic. Yeah. Or your dad got them yeah. before he was So I would wear them as night shirts as a kid. And then when I finally blossomed like, into oh, this young man. <laughs> I, I can imagine me. you, like, opening a drawer or something or, like, a box and just seeing all those shirts and be like... Oh my god, jackpot. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I was into that where Birkenstocks. Of course. <sighs> Who oh didn't? Boy. If you didn't own a pair of Birkenstocks in the early two thousands or late nineties. I don't know. What were you doing? I don't know. I had the sandals and the clog the clog like ones. ones. I never I had I only I had the sandals for a long time. And uh I think eventually I had some of the like knockoff clogs because that was also super super like. What was that brand name? I know what you're talking about. The knockoff about. ones. The knockoff yeah. ones. Yeah, I'm they, gonna look that up. It also got super popular. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the suburbs are unique in that, in some ways, the experience can be universal regardless of what suburb. Totally. You're in. Yeah. That was like. So I mean. Yeah, that was my hippie I love that. phase. And Thank then, you for l- l- allowing me to like oh, yeah. <laughs> force you into that. Yeah, I had a few college personas. That was the first. Uh-huh. And then I like then they like all my friends kind of like got scary serious into drugs. And you're like, and I was like, I'm a nice suburban girl, <laughs> and all you guys are too. It was like a big thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of my friends were from, like, uh, wealthy areas of Denver. And I'm like... Uh, and they were just so bored that they yeah, started doing drugs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Then they got serious into it. And I was like, I'm not that serious about this. And actually, I don't really like this music that much. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah. And then I got, like, things stolen from me at a party. And then I was... And you're like, I'm I out. Like, I'm done. No, nope, This These is why... go in a box. Yeah. And now I'm... Kind of alternative, a little emo. Yeah. And then I got really into bright eyes. Of course, that was the transition. This is the best. Yeah, it was this is- like, I only go from extremes. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that was my. That has to have been a response, like a reaction to growing up in the birds. Oh, yeah. I like. What do you feel like you identified with? While you're growing up, I like I liked to brag about how I was from New York. Really, because that I makes just, sense. I was because when we moved there, it was so different. And I remember my parents kind of like talking about stuff and uh, about how like I don't know the way people like, said said things and like the phrases that they said. Like mm-hmm. no, there was this big thing where no one said like. I know a lot of people have a problem with saying, like, God, or, like, oh, yeah. God damn it, or yeah. just, like, oh, my God. Yeah. And everyone would say, oh, 
God, what did they say? They're like, gall, or like, golly, or gall. And they're like, gall, dang it. And my parents just thought that was That's so funny. Pretty hilarious. My friend, I feel like my friend Mary Helen would say that a lot, which she was like my best friend growing up. I feel when you were saying that, I was like, oh man, that reminds me of Mary Helen's family. Yeah, I was like, God dang it. And I like never, I was like, what That's is so that? Funny. That's um, so funny. Because, I mean, my parents tried not to curse around us, but, like... But they wouldn't say gall. But, like, yeah. Because like, that's... It's, that's, that's even so sillier. Stupid. Yeah, it sounds way sillier than just saying, like, gosh darn it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was stuff like that. It sounds really country. Yeah, and it's, like, Colorado's not that country, but it was, like, this thing of, like, not wanting to sound, Useless. like, crass. Or, yeah, right, and... um yeah, it was like just stuff like that, and then uh-huh. everybody would ask my mom where she was from, uh, and I had no idea that she had an accent. That it was that different, and every, like all my friends and then their parents would be like, "Oh, your mom, I love her accent." That's and really I was like, funny. What are you talking about? That's really funny. And it wasn't until I had moved for like two years that we would go back and visit my family, and like You're hearing like, my aunts oh. talk, and I was like, oh. "Are both of your parents from New yeah. York?" My mom is from Manhattan, and my dad is from Brooklyn. Nice. And my dad doesn't have an accent mm-hmm. at all. Some words he'll like you can tell are from like the way he pronounces them, or yeah. like East Coast. But mm-hmm. my mom still has an accent, and people That's still great. ask her like, where so she's great. from. That's funny yeah. that she hasn't lived in New York for that long and still has it. Yeah, she has. Yeah, you can tell she's from New York. I get asked all the time why I don't have an accent. It's like, oh, you're from the South? Why do you have an accent? It's just, it's weird. It's like, we're in the Midwest. Not everyone has a Midwest accent. Right. I understand that those aren't necessarily equivalent accents in terms of how much they are prevalent or stand out. But at the same time, it's like, just because I'm from there doesn't mean that that's right i don't know it's all i never really know how to answer it either i'm like i don't know i've done theater Mm -hmm. my whole life like my dad kind of has an accent but he also it depends on who he's talking to if he's talking to an auto mechanic he'll probably have a really thick southern good old boy accent if he's talking to like a bank loan manager or something like that he'll probably have like a good southern gentleman (laughs) accent my dad's hilarious like that he'll well, I I could usually tell like who he was on the phone, what kind of person he was on the phone oh, yeah. with by how he was talking. It was hilarious. Yeah, my well, my dad's funny like that because he's like a you know he's like a he has like a dad job. He's like a biz you know business dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. I couldn't tell you what he does. I've never been able to explain it. I'm like I don't know. He has like a phone and a desk. And, like, he manages stuff um <laughs> but he has like this dad like business dad thing but uh-huh. then he like loves the grateful dead and then right. if we like go home as soon as we like get over the bridge to brooklyn uh, all of a sudden there's this like like toughness about oh him. of course and it, it brooklyn's so different now but he like a couple years ago we went back and he like we're driving and he parks the car and just starts like yelling at this old man. Not like yelling yeah. angry, but being like, hey. Hey. Yeah. And like, Welcome to Brooklyn. And then he like gets back in the car and he's like, oh yeah, that, that's my friend's uncle. <laughs> like, what are you, what is this? <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah. It's crazy. 
And now you can go back to, I like to go by his apartment because now it's some multi crazy like, high million rise. dollar, whatever. Like people probably pay insane yeah, yeah, yeah. amount of couple rent. thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, people used to pay $150 to <laughs> live in this building because this was not a good neighborhood. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm sure you can have a lot of those same experiences with places in Chicago. Oh too. yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so do you think that your whole family kind of had a bit of a like culture shock going to those Denver suburbs? Uh, I think, well, like me and my sister were young enough where it didn't, I don't think it didn't seem super didn't different. Seem, well, like you said, the, but I like, things, wa- I like wanted it to make me different. Oh yeah. I wanted to be like, I'm this hardcore from New York, New York <laughs> city kid, which is like not true. <laughs> only lived there till I was two. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still do that sometimes. Like so many people think I'm from Atlanta and it's mostly just cause I'm a fan of like Atlanta and Georgia sports teams, I think. But also, um, I, I was born in Athens, Georgia, but I only lived there for t- until I was two. Yeah. And, and, but at the same time, whenever I, people ask me like, oh, you're a Bulldog fan. Like, did you go there? I'm like, no, my dad did, but I was born in Athens. Born you know, there. it's like, I'm like, I bleed black and red. It's a weird, it's a weird point of pride. And I like the older I get, the more I'm like, I'm from, you know, I'm from Colorado. Cause yeah. I'm like. I'm, I mean, I'm very, like, I think you can, I'm very suburban. Yeah. I'm not. You're not, you're not a New Yorker. Not in, like, if, I mean, if I get angry, I think that's when it's like. <laughs> the most. <laughs> we were in California and my dad was taking pictures of the beach and this woman thought he was taking pictures of her kid. And it was like, it got very oh Brooklyn very fast. That. And it was funny because we were in like California, so everyone's like <laughs> laid back. And yeah, yeah. We just like got. Was this his past trip? This was, yeah, this is like yesterday. <laughs> was, oh, it was very bizarre. But it was him and his childhood friend who now lives yeah. in California. Uh huh. And yeah, and it was like my mom <laughs> and his wife, and it just like got very New York very fast. That's where it was so like, oh, okay, maybe that's where like. <laughs> It's, it's the New York part of me, like, it, it lives, like, in, when I'm pissed off. <laughs> That's so funny. And I, I mean... Other than that, I just want to go to a Panera and <laughs> enjoy a sandwich. <laughs> I just want to have a nice drink at Chili's. <laughs> Ruby Tuesdays was my favorite restaurant. Ruby Tuesdays is great. <laughs> I literally thought about Ruby Tuesdays. A week ago, and I haven't been to one in at least five years. And I was like, man, that salad bar was the tops. They do the the strawberry shortcake Sunday in this big glass, like... Giant bowl. Like an over... It looks like a huge wine glass. That's so funny. And it's so good. In (laughs) In my hometown, literally the place people would go. I won't say the only place because it would make literally not true. But basically the it place to go was Applebee's. Oh like Applebee's it was where we went after every 
play that I was in, like, every opening night, you'd go to Applebee's with the cast afterwards. I would always get an Oreo cookie shake. Or a chap- <laughs> an apple chimney cheesecake. <laughs> like, but when we first started going there, they didn't even have apple chimney cheesecake. <laughs> I love the names for things. They make you just sound so stupid saying them. I always point, because I'm like, I'm not going to say you're stupid. And my mom name. would always get an oriental chicken salad. <laughs> oh, yikes. And it had, like, mandarin oranges and stuff on it and, like, little, you know... Shitty. It's just like a that's shit. what my mom would get. It was like the thing for moms to get. And Applebee's. We were Red Robin. Well, um, my parents like wouldn't and would never take me to Red Robin. <laughs> yep. But like we'd go to the AMC Twenty Four. Uh-huh. You'd have your parents drop you off at the AMC Twenty Four, and then you'd walk to the Red Robins, which mm-hmm. is not far. Mm-hmm. And what that was, what like, kind of thing. movies would you see at the AMC 24? I feel like this is also a very suburban oh, culture type God. thing. I remember telling my parents that I was seeing Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Which is an amazing <laughs> great movie. Right. And also Do you rated know what? R, right? Yeah. No. I or rated PG-13 maybe? Yeah, yeah. And my like my dad had seen it. He's like, it's great. I can't wait for you can't to, wait see, to it. see it. What and I see? snuck into Exit Wounds <laughs> starring DMX. <laughs> because like my friend, the guy she liked wanted like wanted to, to make out it. during it. No, like, I wasn't making out with anybody, but I was like, Ugh. totally, let's sneak into this rated R movie as I have, like, a panic attack the entire of time. Course, of course, like, doing of something course. wrong. Um, <laughs> and I just remember my dad, like, picking me up and being like, didn't you, like, was that movie great? Didn't you love it? And you're and like, being like yeah, yeah, I don't want to talk about it, though, at all. <laughs> so stuff like that. Ugh. That's so funny. I feel like I saw Patch Adams, like, three times. <laughs> Because, like, that's what you do in the suburbs. You just, like, go to the movies or the mall. Oh, man. I remember we had a two-screen movie theater in Lancaster, and I would never go to it because it would always play really terrible movies, and I didn't have that many friends growing up. So if I went to movies, I would go with my parents, and they would drive us to Charlotte. So, which is, like, the closest big city we had. Sometimes Lancaster claims to be a suburb of Charlotte, but... It's just not. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not. Rock Hill is probably a suburb of Charlotte, which is like the closest South Carolina city to where oh, okay. we were, which also has a mall. And we would go to the Rock Hill Mall sometimes. We would go to the mall in Charlotte. There's always a good mall and a bad mall. Yeah, the Rock Hill Mall was terrible. Yeah. Uh, the one that we go to more often was the Pineville Mall, which was like towards Charlotte. And, uh,. I remember really distinctively one of the only times I went to the movie theater in Lancaster was with my aforementioned friend Mary Helen. She was one of the only friends I had, even into like my high school years. She was like, a bunch of people are going to see Goldmember, and oh. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, I'm in. And I, I was just want to see this. Yeah, and I was like, yes, please. This movie's great. Like, <laughs> I love Beyonce. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah, which I feel. And our, the only other time I can remember going there is I was babysitting, and I was like 16. And it's like, of course, that's when I went to the mall. They're the movie theater that was in town. And when you went to see Garfield, not even the first one, the second one, A Tale of Two Kitties. Oh, that is amazing. Right? Those are two of the only movies I got. And I lived there for 24. 
almost 20 years. That's so great. (laughs) Yeah, I remember, like, we would go to the movies a lot growing up with my parents. That was, like, my dad and I's bonding. Yeah, yeah, cool. was always movies and then, like, TV shows. Mm -hmm. And an old boyfriend of mine pointed out once, very rudely, it was like, oh, your one thing that you bonded with with your dad is an activity where you don't talk the entire time. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Jesus. Like, yeah, thanks. Uh, What's the thing you true? brought with your dad over? Punching you in the arm and giving you cigarettes for Christmas? I don't know. <gasps> um, but it is it is our only bonding thing, and it's a thing you don't talk at. Yeah, um, but like you probably talk about them. Right. It's uh, I bond with my parents over that more now than I used to. Yeah. Because I think it's mostly because I'm more into it now than I used to be. So, like, what are things you're watching that you like kind of things? Anyway. So, I would go with them to the movies a lot and then go with my... I would go with them and see great things and then Mm -hmm. go with my, like, whoever was going and see, like... Garbage. Garbage. (laughs) And then go to... Go to Red Robin and eat garbage. <laughs> quietly have diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, Red Robin. Man, something about those burgers just gives you the matches. <laughs> I remember going late in college because we thought it'd be funny. Exactly. I was gonna bring that. We were up. Like, it won't it be funny? We used to do this when we lived in the yes. suburbs, and now we're so cultured. Let's go to Red Robin. And we've like, lived in Hawaii. I, I studied abroad, so we're you know so fucking cultured now. Let's go make fun of everyone at Red Robin. <laughs> And jokes on me because still got, <laughs> got doo-doo. horribly sick afterwards. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like that's so funny because I feel like there's so many things about everything we're talking about that currently, and maybe it's partially because we're members of a community that we are a part of, but I feel like so many of those things are enjoyed ironically now. Yeah. Chain wow. restaurants, if you take terrible you movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jeff is always talking about how much he loves chilies too. <laughs> There's, I mean, you can get some good stuff. <laughs> the restaurants, it was, it's like, it's always weird. We went to so many chain restaurants. Yeah. Like my parents worked full time, and there'd be so many nights out of the week that like, it was just like. Everyone's too tired to really? cook something. When we were My mom was a saint. She'd be like, we're having a protein, a carb, and a vegetable at every dinner. We would eat out maybe like once a week. We ate out a lot. My When we were, I think when we lived in New York, my mom, and my mom, like, was, she still would cook and cooked for us and was, like, very adamant about, like, you know, family dinner, mm-hmm. family time, like, mm-hmm. you know, let's all check in. But there was times when I think my parents were both working a ton where we would eat out like mm-hmm. two or three times a week. Mm-hmm. And it was usually chain restaurants. Like, it was, yeah, there was, it was like an Outback, uh, an Outback, a Ruby Tuesdays, mm-hmm. a CB and Pots. Was that? Like, I guess that's just a chain. I don't know if they have them other places. What kind of food? Is it just like shitty chain restaurant chain food? Restaurant, yeah. <laughs> CB and CB Pots. CB and Pots. Okay. <clears throat> there was a, an old Chicago, which is funny. Um, that is funny. Did you like deep dish? I was going to say, was it deep dish? 
Yeah, it was cheap dish. It was called Old Chicago's, and they had an awesome sticker machine. Yes. You know those big stickers? Yes. You pay like 50 cents? Yes. I was obsessed We had them at Pizza Inn and Pizza Hut, I think. The, like, the pizza places are what I associate with those. I was most. obsessed with those. So was, like, everyone that I knew growing up. <laughs> My binder was, like, covered in those alien stickers. <laughs> yes. Why were those so I popular? Don't know. I thought I didn't. I ne- like I didn't watch Exiles until <laughs> two years ago because I was too scared. Uh-huh. But I was like, hell yeah, aliens are awesome. <laughs> uh, and my dad I went to I Roswell. I'm growing up. <laughs> I was a mess. <laughs> Every story you ever tell about from when you were younger is just so hilarious to me. I feel like I was like the biggest fraud. I was like trying to cling to things <laughs> right, right. that I thought would make me popular. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And they never did. No. And like, I remember being. I don't know, like a junior or senior in high school, and just being like, "Ah, fuck! I don't care about any of you people." And then like, people were. Nice to actually <laughs> made fr- that's exactly the experience I went to and went through where my junior and senior year is when I actually started to like stop caring as much about what people thought of me and then people actually liked me. You know, uh, I was gonna say something. Oh, I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast before, but isn't so I don't know if this applied to you, but for me, I would get into things. Because a boy I like liked them. Oh, God. So, like, I've, like, I would, like, I remember sometime in middle school, a boy I liked and one of his friends, who was also my friend, loved Dragon Ball Z. And I was like, (laughs) oh, yeah, I'm going to watch so much Dragon Ball Z. DBZ is so cool. And I would, like, write DBZ on my notebooks and stuff. And the thing is, (laughs) when people are that age... The thing I couldn't understand was that, like, boys seeing a girl who, like, the thing they like would just be like, oh, this girl's so cool. She can hang. Like, she's one of the guys. Like, we can talk about Dragon Ball Z. That's awesome. And then they'd be like, oh, man, Jenna Swartz is so pretty. Yeah. She has makeup on. <laughs> I want to date her. You know, I, I just, like, you're like, I just invested so much time I wanted you to actually be engaged in me with... I wanted you to actually be engaged with me yeah. as a personal relationship, and you just wanted to, like, date the pretty popular right. girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was an idiot. There's... Yeah, there's... I mean, so mostly much of it. boys are idiots, but... Yeah, I was so boy crazy. Yeah. Like, from birth basically <laughs> it, was, it just like sucked being I feel like, like you talked about that before too yeah I was just like I just like I just thought it was cool to like have a boyfriend I make out I don't know I was like I watched a oh, lot that's, you talked about that in your solo show yeah shows. I like that was like desperate to <laughs> like do it I was like hell yeah I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go to college. Like I'm gonna go to. No, I thought it would. I thought it happened in high school. Uh, Didn't. (laughs) I mean, for some people it did, but it did not. Um, I was yeah. Like I thought that, and I was a cheerleader my freshman and sophomore year. See, so many identities. (laughs) Cheerleader. I don't know anything about football, and I was I cheered for football, and I couldn't I couldn't tell you. A single thing. So you went from cheerleading to being a deadhead. I went from cheer. No, it was like cheerleading (laughs) to. 
Then I did theater. I always did theater. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I want, like, my friend was trying out for cheerleading, and so I did, and I was small, so they were like, oh, you'll be great. We'll throw yeah, you you'll like, be the flyer. Flyer. Because it was like, they, we did stunting and stuff, which is like, now I'm like, now I'm like, that's terrifying. I let a 15-year-old throw me into the air. I wouldn't let a 15-year-old do anything. A 15-year-old like, has probably been very poorly trained. Right. Oh. Whatever, well, we did the, um... Squallets. Yeah. <laughs> Just like me and Bev. I um, felt safe. Also a past guest of the show. We did some very minor <laughs> cheerleading. Yeah, some stunts. Routines. You were our flyer. It was great. That was the only... She was a cheerleader too, right? Yeah, she was. Yeah. 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 Um, Not I, said the uncoordinated, unpopular girl. <laughs> oh, I was so bad. You'd see like... They would record us or take pictures and I was always the one who's like a couple moves behind or my my uh, what are those called um toe touches oh yeah, yeah. Just like, <laughs> I love I was maybe for the sake of the audience she did all the hand movements that you would do when you did a toe touch she like clapped put her hands out did the like arm circles <laughs> she was like what are those called Toe touches, like yeah. while she was doing the things you would do during a toe touch. It was very funny. <laughs> I would always be behind, like in the dance moves. But I was small, and they wanted to throw me up. So <laughs> yes. that's why I made it. Uh, do you want to talk about being small? Oh, I was so small, and I kind of i I knew I was short, uh-huh. but I didn't know how short I was. Uh huh. So I was like four eight as a freshman, which Oof, is very that short. is short. And then my, I went to my cousin's wedding, and he's a doctor, and he said something to my mom, like, she's too I know, short. I know, like, the women in our family are short, but she's very short, Ooh. and she looks like, like, I would get asked if I needed a kid's menu mm. well into high school. I don't get asked if I need, get, need a kid's menu, but I do get mistaken for a child. Yeah. Oh, I've ridden the bus. Still to this day. With a backpack on. And people have been like, high school do you go to? Uh, and I'm like, no, high school. Well, everyone who comes into my job thinks that I'm just a college intern. Oh, yeah. Everyone. And they're like, what school do you go to? And I'm like, mm, I don't ever know how to answer the question. Because it's like, I don't want to make you look dumb or like be rude about it, but it's like, I haven't been to a school in four and a half years. Yeah. It's, I'm, yeah, I'm, I love, like, I like it now. I'm like, that's fine. I do too. If you think I'm 21, great. That's awesome. I don't, I really don't mind it. It, um, (laughs) I've gotten a lot of free things from baseball games from people thinking I'm a little kid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My, like, my dad definitely banked on all that stuff where he oh, was yeah. like, you're 12 so you get in free That's or like yeah go say it's your birthday so oh, yeah. I, I can go get a hat <laughs> every so often we'll get like student tickets to things even though I haven't yeah. been a student in I think my ID years. I lost my ID the, la- the last year of college so uh-huh. mine says good for 5 years after 2010 so I still nice. think I have another year but oh, what were we talking about oh I was oh, very small. small my cousin said something so we went to um, a specialist, and he, they, like, drew a bunch of blood and took a, uh, what are they, like, your bone age. Oh, yeah. So they take an x-ray, and they're like, <clears throat> how old do your 
but like bone size of your hand. They do your hand, uh-huh. and mine was like ten or eleven, and I was Ooh. fourteen or fifteen. Wow! And so they put me on growth hormone, which they like did it just in time because you have to do it before puberty, or oh. you're kind of stuck at your same height. Um, so just under the wire, um, and I grew like five inches or something. In how long? In a year and a half. Whoa. That seems like a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. It's also weird because, like, you don't know how much you would have grown if you weren't taking it. Yeah. My grandma was 4'10", 4'11", so I could have been under 5'. So you could have been super, super short. Um, and... How tall is your mom? 5'3". Mm-hmm. That's about how tall mine is, Yeah. That's how tall you are? I'm 5'1 and a half. Okay, yeah, me too. I think we're... basically exactly the same height so it was yeah I had to give myself shots (laughs) it was like a fun I don't know yeah I'm taking growth I'm I'm sure that but then you get like teased for that I'm like I'm trying to grow so you assholes don't make fun of me anymore right and now you're making fun of me because I have to because I'm trying to not (laughs) be small because I'm trying not to be made fun of anymore man that's lame I that's so funny though I think it does tie in in another way where it's like I'm trying to where didn't you say you like thought it was kind of cool? Yeah, it's like another way to just find something yeah. to be different in your life. I wanted to be different, but like so desperately fit in. So like <laughs> that, like I feel like that, that cardboard so cutout, like suburban. Yeah, only wear like Abercrombie. Uh-huh. Like, oh, uh huh. And like I would, I wish I could. Sperry Dock Ciders. I don't know. Pay my mom. Like, I wish I could give my mom back all the money she spent at Abercrombie and be like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. You had to sit in that, like, perfumed waiting it's room. It's terrible. It was very dark. We overpaid for clothes that are not made well. So into that. And, and I, I just had wanted to wear to, yeah. those white Adidas shoes that had three stripes oh, on them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And they couldn't be the knockoff ones. No. Because people would know. had to be Adidas. It was so it was so much like fitting in, and I wasn't about to listen to my parents. Yeah, which was like, like being different is cool. This is all the stuff that's gonna like make you yourself later in life. Yeah, it's just like shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. But at the same time, you you kept it as a point of pride that you like were from New York. Yeah, and I was like, I'm from New York, but also guys, I want to move here. into your neighborhood. <laughs> Because I lived, it like I lived in a neighborhood that like all the houses looked exactly the same, but it wasn't like a, in your neighborhood. In my neighborhood, like I remember having when I first moved to Colorado, I had a I made a friend at school, and her mom. We went to her house after school, and then her mom dropped us like was taking me home later. And I couldn't figure out which house was mine. Oh, no. Because I'd, like, I'd only lived there a few months. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't know. They, oh, all these no. houses look alike, and I don't know which one is mine. And you and were like there's eight? cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why would an eight-year-old know what their house yeah. was if they all look the same? <laughs> Seriously, though, it's like, but of course you felt stupid. Yeah, that's rough. Um, I feel like kids today are like smarter about that stuff you think i mean yeah but also cell phones yeah yeah so it's like this is my address um this is my mom's information yeah this is my mom's number but yeah uh, 
It was that, but then there was like there was the cool neighborhoods uh, in this, like in oh, the suburb, for sure. And I was like dying to. I would ask my parents if we could move into them. Same man. The two cool neighborhoods were Forest Hills and Arrowwood. Ooh. All of my popular they friends the lived names. in Forest Hills and Arrowwood. I lived in West Manor. Which I'm, is like <clears throat> fine, but yeah. I, mine didn't have a name, and it was close to Highlands Ranch, which was like this new suburb that was massive. Oh, really? And all the houses looked more alike than mine did because they were all. Oh made yeah, by if the it was a new company. suburb, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I lived close to Highlands Ranch, and then all the cool people lived in. Heritage Village, <laughs> where that's where Allison Banowski. Do you know? Her? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, her parents lived there in Heritage Village. In Heritage Village. That's so funny. Um, and have you guys known each other since before you? Yeah. Want to see you? She's my little sister's best that's friend. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. They went but she, to, we but, all went to camp together. That's so funny. <laughs> but I knew there was a college. There's a yeah. college connection. We went too, to right? high school and college. But my sister knew her. That's right. That. That's so. right. So when she moved to Chicago, yeah, we she's a little younger than you. Yeah, right. we we're on the same improv team. I've known her forever. That's but so she funny. She lived in Heritage Village. Left, right, Tim. Left, right, Tim. Yep. <laughs> she lived in Heritage Village, and all of like the cool people. Ugh, I can't believe that I. Can't. So funny to say out it's loud. hilarious, cool man. It's hilarious, <laughs> like, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, Forest Hills and Arrowwood. That's uh-huh. where all the cool kids live. That's where all the popular kids live. Popular is probably more accurate than like cool. Oh, they were not cool at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, they were probably the irony where of all, all the this stuff lived. is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the irony of all this stuff is you can look back on it. And think, man, all those people were going through a lot of the same things I was. Totally, It was total luck of the draw as to how that stuff shook out. Like, how do people... It's so interesting to me to think about how... How did these people become the, like, popular kids? I don't know. It seems like all their parents really cared about that stuff. Like, that was, like... Status. I was just about to say status. Yeah. In terms of that neighborhood, there was, like, a bunch of moms who were, like, Mm -hmm. very into that stuff. Yeah, man. And very, like, fashion-forward moms. Yes. And my mom is, like, an amazing, beautiful, great lady. But she doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. She's like, I'm a mom. I have a mom haircut. I wear khakis. (laughs) Yeah. And I rock them. Yeah. And I'm not... I don't care. Like... Brand names, none of that yeah. like, stuff matters. Uh uh-uh. But those moms, like, definitely. Not Allison's mom. Allison's mom's lovely. Um, <laughs> but there was, like, a click. That makes of, like, so much sense. Moms, and then that, like, that, like, clicks breed clicks, and, like, then their, their kids. I never would have thought about it. They all had girls, like and they were, like, very clicky heritage. They're, like, mean girls. Uh huh. Why aren't all the moms like, well, at least Amy Poehler plays the like, yeah, Regina like, George's mom, I think. Definitely like that. Heritage Village and then the, the preserves. <laughs> the preserves. We're, yeah, we're across the street. And then my, like, one of my best friends, Liz, lives in the preserves and she's awesome and great. You've talked about Liz always, before, I think. Yeah, and yeah. she was always the best, but that like, it was those like neighborhoods that were like, very clicky because they had yeah. they had a, two pools in Heritage Village. <laughs> there are pools that yeah. If you ever went to a pool, it was like you went to the Forest Hills pool or the Arrowwood yeah, pool, <laughs> the upper pool and the lower pool. If you're cool, you hung out at the upper pool. 
Yeah, I I care way too much. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I think Mary Helen's... Mary Helen, my best friend, lived in my neighborhood, which, like, I know contributed, and our moms worked together. But Mm. she was, like, a popular kid. She, like, totally ran with the more, like, popular in-crowd or whatever. But she was a year younger than me, so it wasn't, like, super weird. It wasn't, like, a, a, like, Prince and the Popper kind of situation (laughs) where I was like... Hi, Mary Helen. Wish we could sit together. It was like, <laughs> it was like, oh, I'm friends with this like popular kid who's a sophomore, but like the the, the popular kids who are juniors are like the ones that I want to yes. think that are I'm cool or whatever. But anyway, um, our moms work together. We live in the same neighborhood. Um, but she, what, her family were members at the Forest Hills pool. It's like, that's how like deep that kind of stuff went where she was like, yeah, all my friends live in Forest Hills. So we have to be members of the Forest Hills. Like, I mean, she wasn't a little shit like that, but like, I just, yeah, I would like beg my dad and he'd be like, no, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not moving so that these two girls will like you. (laughs) I'm seriously sure at some point in my life as a kid, I was like, we can't live in West Manor anymore. We have to live in Forest Hills or Airwood. I know I did. And then there was one other one. I can't remember the name of the neighborhood, but it was right behind where USCL is, which is the like South Carolina branch, uh, or Lancaster branch of USC. And, uh, there was this really nice neighborhood back there, and I had a couple friends who lived there who were, like, on the popular side of things. I always considered it a nice neighborhood. And then one of the last times I was home, my dad was like, hey, you know that neighborhood that the Moods lived in? And I was like, yeah, the one behind USCL. And he was like, yeah, they found, like, three meth dens in it. <laughs> and I was like, um, if that isn't representative of a lake, because in California, South Carolina is like, I don't know what it is. It's, like, supposedly this really nice neighborhood in basically the heart of the city. Oh, my that, gosh. <laughs> like, multiple people were just cooking a bunch of meth. Oh. It's, like, it's so funny to, like, look at it now mm-hmm. and be like, I was so, I had, like, I was very anxious, all, like, and mm-hmm. I had, was diagnosed depressed at, like, eight. <laughs> so wow. I was, I was, like, a sad kid. <laughs> wow. And I, I didn't mean, want, like, right after you moved? But... Yeah. So I was, like, but I was always, like. Anxious and. I was always anxious, and I would, like, come to my parents with, like, the most bizarre <laughs> oh, shit, no. where I was, like. Okay, but it like, what if they're, all the water dries up and like, yeah, is there enough water some kids for are everyone? Just like that. And I yeah. was just like, I was stressed out, and my parents. I were think like, it's a, okay. I mean, I think it's like also a, an intelligence thing. Like, if you're just ignorant to all these things that could happen, it's just like la la la. You know, ignorance is bliss. But like, if you're smart enough to start thinking through all of these possible, yeah, I was like, okay, if we all need water to live, but like. What if there's not enough? And what like what happens when it goes? And like my parents weren't religious, so they would. I would ask these. Uh, I would pose these questions, and my parents didn't want to like tell me one thing because they were uh-huh. like, oh, "You can figure it out." Like, sure, whatever Man, you that's so choose hard. to like believe. And that's so hard. And my dad, like my dad being like, uh, "Some people believe this, and some people believe right. this, and some people le- believe that you, when you die, you just die, and that's yeah. it." And then I'm like, "But what? But then what? And then have you I, ever had like, to answer questions like that as a nanny? Because I, I know have. Stephanie has. I have. Um, 
the family I nanny for is um, Catholic, mm-hmm. so I'm like, that, this is how you're raising your children. I'm not going to, like... Yes. I'm not going to bring my... Like, right. These aren't my kids. That's so exactly put, what Steph... She right. would always just be like, well, in the Christian faith, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, she would never say, you know... She would right. just be like, this is what I should tell you because you're yeah, I always Christian. defer to that mm-hmm. stuff. And it like... But they would ask like hard questions. Yeah, they do. And... Sometimes it's like, and sometimes they're cute because, um, recently one of the kids I nanny for was like, why did God give you so many freckles? Oh, and I was like, stop. am I, I was like, am I, I going to get into like your melanin and right. the sun and like all right. that? And, I'm just and like, genetics. I yeah. I was they like, gave genetics to I, my parents. That, yeah. I was like, oh, cause my mom has freckles and. And then I was like, I, you know what? I don't know why. <laughs> Not quite sure. When I came out, he just kissed me so many times. <laughs> yeah, I was made like, a bunch uh, of little freckly marks. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not great at science, and I don't have a religious background, so you but, have I don't any know. idea. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Keep playing. Frozen. Just has to be. Let's <laughs> keep playing Frozen. Yeah, I don't know. Just has to be a valid answer for some things. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh. I feel like also a part of living in the suburbs is just like activities, like extracurriculars. Oh, yeah. I remember, yeah, it's like, so, well, my parents had never seen lacrosse before in their <laughs> lives. They're like, what is this thing? <laughs> like, the stickball? It's like, <laughs> yeah. Because both lacrosse? my parents, uh, no, I didn't. Oh, but it was just oh, like, but it was just like a thing people did. We had like the country club sports, is like yes. what my dad refers Hello? to them as. It's like, lacrosse and golf like we had a golf team and um which i guess isn't that abnormal but no. both my parents are like from new york city which, we're not playing so- like they're not playing soccer they're no. not playing golf no um because it's not like they're not like upper like they were from like they're playing basketball right or yeah street like, hockey yeah, whatever they find right <laughs> my, yeah my mom was like they were like latchkey kids you just like go outside until it's dark baseball and in abandoned lots. yeah <laughs> the hay yard will weigh a living yeah totally and or like you get a job oh yeah at like yeah nine. yeah that's hilarious um, so it's funny. I used like, to work at the corner store and get paid a nickel to stock <laughs> all the magazines. My dad would like, yeah, like run the num like run the numbers for like the bookies. Oh, just, like bring. I don't know if that's I'm hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. I mean, just like bring the bets to another person. Right. So like, you know, nothing crazy because nothing electronically was yeah it was like established. yeah whereas now it's like beep boop this is mine right. <laughs> like you can just like do all that uh-huh. they, the bookies probably have an app or something right. <laughs> oh that's probably true um so it was yeah a lot of like those sports and i was never god i was so bad at all of that stuff <laughs> And all my friends played, like, club soccer. Oh, yeah. They were, like, good and they were Mary serious. Mary was really good at soccer, too. And my cousin Sarah played because And I played soccer. rec soccer. Me like, too, there baby. wasn't even, like... Because the club soccer would be, like... You were in a club, and then it'd be, like, A, B, C. Uh-huh. And this was, like, I just played for fun. And it was probably really expensive. <laughs> Super That's expensive. That's why I associate with club soccer. And they traveled, and they were, like, crazy good. Yeah. And then... I feel like I played every 
bored one season. <laughs> and then it would, it, like... Oh, you talked about that during a school edge show, too, I think, about how you, you played, like, every sport at some oh. point. And you had a best a baseball story, I can't remember, or, like, your dad wanted you to be in My a dad better was, like, sports. Dad, like, he was like, you'd be so good at basketball if you practiced. It's like, I want to watch TV. And that's what it was. I was like, so many of these games are on Saturday morning, and I'm, I have four hours of television to watch. And like, that's, that's so sad, but so like, that's funny. what, he'd be like, turn off the TV, you have to go play your game. And I was like, ugh, are you kidding me? I'm just trying to watch Seinfeld. And I remember being like, this is my weekend. <laughs> Like that an old so man. Telling. Um, so telling. But yeah, there was a lot of, and my dad tried really hard to find like I was good at gymnastics, but that like once you entered competitive yeah. levels, it was like every day and then Saturdays, and Fuck there was no way I was that. doing that. <laughs> no, thank you. And then, yeah. Can I was I? always like aggressive, but to no <laughs> to no end. I was just like, like I'll I would I was little and scrappy, so I'd steal the ball, yeah. but then not know what <laughs> to do. You, with I was the same way. I just had I'm the ball. Still the same way. I I play soccer a decent amount now. Like I'll play pickup on Saturdays sometimes, and I'm doing a little like rec indoor league with like Trepka and a few other um, improvisers um, and everyone that we play is so good but we won a game recently so that was fun um, but usually I'm just like yeah I'm great at defense right. oh I have the ball oh f- I'm gonna pass it immediately yeah. <laughs> I like I'll get it but I don't know what to do with it Yeah. and I, I made one goal in soccer and one basket in basketball <laughs> like, and I played for maybe three years each each sport. Oh, God. Yeah, I was just so bad. I never scored any goals in soccer. Oh, I mean, I'm, I probably did at some point. I played for years and years and years. But, like, I always played defense. So I have no concept of whether I whether I scored a goal or, like, how many goals I scored. So, yeah. But all my friends have been doing it since they were two or three. Yeah. You know, like... We're in their like soccer leagues or yeah. whatever sport, yeah. and then like, yeah, their dad's the coach, and right. like, they were so into it. Right, That's and so I just funny. remember it being like too stressful, and, like because <laughs> they would like the anxiety. Sc- they would like scream at them like it was the most important thing. And I understand that like sports are important; they teach kids uh-huh. lessons and commitment, which I'm uh-huh. like, I wasn't committing to anything. Um, <laughs> Like being committed to discipline, something, and try, yeah. discipline, all this. I understand teamwork, that teamwork, yeah. but I was just like, your dad is like screaming at you <laughs> and your friends, and he's like red in the face, and this like your uncle's like getting kicked out it. of this game. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I like, feel like you were just a little like Woody Allen that got transplanted from New York. I was so focused on like, but I'm just like imagining this little like anxious child and who was like, I don't know if I'm built for this. I was like just stressed out for no, like for no reason other than genetics that I'm like, I'm just hardwired to like, I'm from New York. I'm not supposed to be doing things physical. I remember, 
I loved theater and musicals, and I would like. I want to go thought, to a show. Yeah. And my like, my dad's the one who loves all that stuff, uh-huh. and my mom's like, we sat into the woods. Oh, <laughs> on Christmas. Uh huh. And it was just my mom's like, are you like another musical? What are What are we doing? Um, so but funny. I remember when I was having the most fun playing soccer, it was because <laughs> I was distracting the other team. <laughs> like I would play defense in there whenever their like the offense, ball would come, their yeah, yeah. offense would come. What's offsides? That's uh, when they're like if but, they get beyond the last yeah. defender. Okay, so they were never offsides. Yeah, <laughs> I know that rule. Uh-huh. Um, but I would just like distract them and mess with them and like do voices and quote Austin Powers and like That's sing mu- like like sing parts of musicals to that them is and like so funny. T- like dance and so I like, that was my best that was the best time I had playing so sports. Funny. So the reason you're remembering the offsides rule is probably because they would have to stay if you were playing defense, they would have to stay really close to you instead of like getting closer to the goal. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because the rule is that you can't pass the ball to someone who was already past the last mm. defender. So they could, it's to avoid someone just like standing next to the goal, getting the ball past to them and just being like, boop, go. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? So they're probably super close to you, which is very common in soccer right. of like the the first person on de- on offense being like right next to the last person yeah. on defense. Uh, that's really funny because I remember when I played t-ball at some point I I was usually an outfielder and at some point I was just so bored because the ball never leaves the infield in t-ball it's like the most worthless thing to have an outfielder and if it does it's never gonna go to that actual outfielder it's always gonna go somewhere and you just have to run and get it and yeah. throw it back you know what I mean it was <laughs> worthless so I remember I was like um, just like playing the dirt. <laughs> like I was really little, but I was just yeah. playing the dirt. I was just like picking up handfuls of dirt and like throwing it around <laughs> and like walking backwards. And like, I remember coming just off. Showboat. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember coming off the field and like, I didn't even think of it like that. I was just like, Oh, I'm bored. <laughs> Get me yeah. out of here. And one of the other players, dads was just like, nice moonwalk. <laughs> and I was like, what? Cool. See you later. Like I didn't oh. understand. <laughs> Loved, and my my sister was the same way, and we took Irish step dancing for a while. Yes, she would Irish step dance. Yeah. They would make her goalie because they were like, "We don't want to deal with you. You just be goalie." And she would Irish step dance like in the goal. <laughs> and my dad was just like, "What?" Like would be like, "What are you doing? Like you please pay attention." And I was like, "Yeah." And I would just like, I just like love to quote. I was like, I loved Adam Sandler, so I'd like quote Adam Sandler movies. To like the opposite player, and they would just be like, "You're weird." And I'd be like, ah! "What was your What was your uh, Sailor movie of choice?" Or movies? I love the Water Boy. I had a feeling it was going to be Water Boy. Water a sports sucks. Movie. It really, really sucks. Gatorade. I loved. Oh God. Would you try to do the like Cajun exit? I just loved like everything he did. And my favorite movie for most of my life was Big Daddy. Oh, I loved that movie. It's... I think it holds up. <laughs> I gotta rewatch it. I was obsessed with him. I have a DVD copy. Would you like to borrow oh, it? Yeah, I, <laughs> I was obsessed with Austin Powers. And that was like... It was like those movies. Uh-huh. I loved Austin Powers, too. 
The Simpsons, Seinfeld, <laughs> which, like, my dad let me watch like, yeah. forever, and I think it, like, my mom was like, I don't want her to be like Bart. Right. <laughs> and, don't have a cow, man. Yeah. And I, like, I was never, that was never the part that I clung to. Clung to. I loved Homer. That's And so I was just funny. like, I thought he was adorable, which is, like, probably not great in terms of, like... What you're attracted to. <laughs> that is hilarious. I thought he was, like... I was, like, that's so cute. He's dumb, but he's, like, lovable. <laughs> and, that's like, I was just, telling. like, how sweet. Uh, <laughs> which my parents were probably, like, oh, Jesus. That's hilarious. Um, that's very funny. It was, like, that Seinfeld and then, like... That comedy stuff that I, like, mm-hmm. loved. Mm-hmm. And then I liked Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence and the Waynes Brothers, <laughs> which was so, like... Because my dad liked that yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 And so I would, like... He'd let me watch it with him until it, like... I remember watching Chris Rock's stand-up. Mm-hmm. I think it... I can't remember which one it was. But it was, like... He talks about, like... <laughs> different women and they're like <laughs> styles of fellatio and I remember like getting to hear some of it and then my dad being like okay nope, you need nope, to leave nope. <laughs> but I just like I wasn't it, was- it you Chandler and James who all went off on this like long thing about where you're all quoting like those old stand up yeah. specials I remember a small gathering where a few of us were just totally in the dark because it was just like something we had never watched. But the three of you were just like quoting full like oh, Cedric yeah. the Entertainer bits and stuff like that. Like Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. I remember watching those as a kid <laughs> yeah. and just like loving them. And God, what else was I into? That's so funny. There can't Simpsons, have been anyone Seinfeld. else in your peer group who was into those kind of things. Yeah, I can't... <sighs> I mean, maybe Simpsons and stuff, because I was just, Simpsons, like, throughout culture. All my, like, all my friends liked Friends, and I oh, was never... I never got I into never Friends. I never got into it, and I never, I never got into Friends, and then my dad was, like, hated Friends, uh, so I think by that, like, I was, like... By proxy, was, like, yeah, you would never watch... I hate, yeah, I hate Friends, show. too. Um, but then I like I never did get into yeah, it. Yeah, me neither. Um, Cause yeah, I'm trying to think what else we watched. But I just loved like quoting that. Yeah, to people. That's so and funny. Do you think you were like considered one of the like funny people in your town or whatever, and among your like friend groups or? I don't think. So. I think because. People thought like the la- like the loudest. Oh, I think people that's thought I true. was annoying. Like, I remember got I was, <laughs> I was called annoying so many times so that I like got really quiet. Oh no! So I was quiet until like third grade because uh-huh. I was just like too hyper, like, too yeah, too stressed yeah. out to, and I was just like always afraid of. Ruffling feathers. Yeah. And then and then I got loud and then I was called annoying and like I was called annoying and a bitch so many times that I got really quiet. Dang. And then I mean I can still be like I'm very socially awkward, so like if I'm close to you, I'm yeah. like I'm loud and I'm like I I'm good. Being like, true good to yourself. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if yeah. It, like people I'm not close Outgoing. to, I'm like really 
I think I maybe close like, off a little. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that person probably thinks I'm being I'm annoying. A, yeah, probably, yeah. Or like I'm like that person probably thinks I'm a bitch because like I'm afraid to approach them. Yeah. But I was like, I was so like loud and annoying and very opinionated, <laughs> uh-huh. which I'm like now I'm like, yeah, that's great. Like I think young women. It's probably should, how it like, should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was. Just that's like, kind of what I was. That's kind of one of the reasons I asked. I feel like, especially, I feel like kids aren't good at judging other kids. Right. But sometimes I feel like parents can be like, oh, like, I love that one kid. He seems really smart or really funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I, not to like toot my own horn, but I feel like that was something I suffered from where like the parents got that I was like on the right track in terms of like being smart and like kind of being funny and like picking up on stuff in a way that other kids wouldn't but other kids were just like oh fucking nerd like go read a math textbook (laughs) (laughs) i just remember it like because i wasn't i wasn't attractive and i wasn't like i couldn't offer them anything i think so they were like you're annoying Uh, we don't need anything from you yeah so like Stop Go existing. <laughs> Get a uh, life. Right. And where I was like, I would have really benefited into like going into a friend group that was like... Accepting of yeah. your personality, whatever it was. And I really kind of floated around, but mm-hmm. I really should have like stuck with the people that were like, we like what you... Like, yeah. we're into this. Like, you can be weird and that's totally fine. Man. But I was like dead set on being cool. That's so funny. I feel like that's something that... If... If, I feel like if we could get young people, and honestly just, like, everyone to understand that, like, hey, you should probably just hang out with the people who already think you're cool and not right. try to be something else and make yourself miserable, that I feel like that's, like, my number one, uh, like, when you hear the question, like, what would you tell yourself as a young person? Yeah. Just chill out and, like, accept the people who think you're cool. Totally. Keep them yeah. as your friends. And don't try to be someone you're not. Yeah. But those burbs, baby. You got it. You got to fit How do you feel in. about the movie, The Burbs? <laughs> oh, I watched that recently. Really? I've never seen it. They I did just put it on Netflix recently. get to the end of it. <laughs> I think I watched it late. Uh-huh. Um, Fall sleepies. I do want to know what happens at the end. But. I was just curious. <laughs> it seemed appropriate. No. Uh, do you have anything else that you specifically want to mention that you didn't? We didn't talk too much about going to the mall. You mentioned that was like oh, something God. you loved. We went a lot. That was especially it's a thing to do. There was yeah, there was the like the good mall, the new mall, mm-hmm. and the bad mall, the mall that like no one went to, and it had a Walgreens, a Jamba Juice, <laughs> and an Abercrombie, but with all of like the defective clothes. Oh. So if it had like a hole in it or a rip, it would go to this Abercrombie and you could buy it at a discount. Oh, so it was like a outlet. Yeah. And then like an Orange Julius. And <laughs> these are all in Littleton? This was in the South Glen Mall. Oh, uh, okay. Which they a couple of years ago they tore down and now it's the streets of South Glen and it's this giant strip mall. And it's, oh. like, in terms of malls, it's beautiful now. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, like, um, one of those movie theaters that you can order drinks at. Yes. And a mellow mushroom. Yes. And, a, like, a steakhouse in there. It's a suburban dream. Yeah. It's, like... Is what you're saying. <laughs> but the old South Bend Mall had, like, nothing in it. Trish. Um, so it was, like, 
will your parents, like, it was a question of, like, will your parents drive you to the mall? Yeah, but will they drive you to Park Meadows, which is a good mall, which is in Highlands Ranch, like, the biggest, oh, like, the mass, the biggest suburb, uh huh, close to Littleton. Gotcha. Um, that was a great mall. That's really funny. Yeah, man, what is it about going to the mall that young people slash young people who wanted to be cool would always just like cling to? Yeah, <laughs> I hardly I ever went. To, I hardly ever went to. I feel like all the popular people went to the mall with their friends a lot, and they went to the beach with their friends a lot. And I never went to either of those places very often. And when I did, it wasn't usually with my friends. <laughs> um, I didn't have friends. Hey, okay, <laughs> all right. Um, so, the last question I always ask is, how do you feel like your love of the suburbs and your like knowledge of them and your experience in the suburb suburban life has affected you and influenced you creatively? Um, and how do you feel like it's affected and influenced your life in general? I think I hate, like, as I said, I hated it for mm-hmm. a while. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah. I'm from New York City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, yeah, always held that little boxes part of me very dear. But, I mean, now it's like, I li- like, I like going back. Mm-hmm. And it's fun and... Yeah. Simpler times. I lo- like I love going home and <sighs> going to Noodles and Company. <laughs> <laughs> See, I never been. I had never known about a Noodles and Company until I moved to Chicago. I love a Noodles and Company. I just got a gift card there for my mom. <laughs> uh, me and Jesse Stegner's like place is Noodles and Company. <laughs> It's not bad. We either go to Nudes and Co. or the Clark's Diner on Belmont. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. What was the question? <laughs> oh, how do you feel like it's influenced you creatively or oh, in like, I think it's good to, like, know, you know, know what that's like and yeah. know. I think we all find, because so many, like, so many people can relate to that stuff. Yes. That we all find it funny. Yes. I think you can mention stuff yes. about... A mention... Like, if you just mention specifics about... Chain restaurants. Like, this, like... And, like, anything suburban, yeah. a lot of people know about so it. True. And they can relate to it. And Even... Like, I mean, I feel like we've experienced that a lot in this conversation where it's like, yeah, the Forest Hills pool. Yeah. Like, and then though, I, like... And then in my head, I'm like, yeah, Heritage Village, Upper Pool. Yes. Like, I know exactly. That's a really good point. Who's there? That's a super, super good point. So it's like, it's nice on that level. And then it's like, I mean, there's so many, like, funny, like, adults that live in suburbs. (laughs) Yes. In terms of your neighborhood and your parents' friends. Yeah. Like, my. Yeah, I don't know. My dad would always comment on that stuff when I was younger, and I was like, "Shh, like don't say that." That's like <laughs> that's really that's funny. Like my friend's mom. Like, that's really funny. And but now looking I'm back, like, you're like, you would have made that yeah. joke with your and dad. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so right. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> like, that's just, so funny. Yeah, all the people, and it's yeah. Yeah, part of me wishes I could. I haven't really experienced. Whenever, okay. I've only been back to my hometown twice since I moved to Chicago. And in those two times, I've experienced a very small, like, aspect of those small towns. 
I'd say in the first trip, I went to like my mom's office's holiday party, which is oh a very gosh. specific thing. I, that sounds amazing. And it was so great. And my, my friend Mary Helen was there because her mom still works there. And so like we hung out a bunch and she lives in New York. So we had this very common experience throughout our whole lives. Yeah. You know? Where it's like we came from the same place, we had similar college experiences, and then we just like got the fuck out. Yeah. You know? So we talked a lot, but we also were just like, well, this is funny, and this is funny, you know what I mean? And then this time, I went to my parents' church, which is like the same church I went uh, to when I was growing up, which is also such a specific, like, oh man, like so many things are the same, like so many people are still around, it's so nice, it's so good, but at the same time, still just like, this is such a specific thing. So... Uh, but I almost wish I could go back to those like neighborhood pool parties and stuff like that and just be like a fly on the wall of that life again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was to, it was also like nice. Like I yeah. like it was nice to grow up there and yeah, I was like Of course. I know like my parents were like very happy that they could like raise their children in yeah. like a nice area and it was yeah. like, great growing up there and then you know, then you get to be a teenager and you hate it. <laughs> of course. Like, and then you get over that and you're like, oh, it was actually nice. And I, like, yeah. And you, you know, I'm yeah. glad I they made the right decisions that. for you. Yeah, totally. That's so funny, man. It's so funny. I feel like we've covered a number of times the cyclical nature of all that. Yeah. Of like all those parents being the ones who cared about what their kids did. And then those kids are probably going to have kids who <sighs> they care about what their kids yeah. do. In terms of being like, popular and right, presentable. Fashionable. Right, right. Whereas, like, you and I, if we ever do, like, get to the point of, like, raising kids, uh, we'll probably follow in similar footsteps of our parents of just being like, hey, man, like, you should probably do whatever you yeah, want. Because, like, just be true to you, all right? <laughs> like, ugh, it's so hard because, like, the kids I nanny... I just, like, want them. I'm like, you be yourself. Yeah. But you're not their parent. No right, whatever. right, right. But I am... But you spend just as much, yeah, if not more time with them. you spend a lot of time with them. them. So I'm just, like, I definitely try to check myself. In yeah. Like, when there's times where I'm like, no... I can't control this. Yeah. Like, stripes and stripes do not match. <laughs> but, like, if you want to go outside in, like, a vertical striped dress and then a horizontal striped leggings, like... I'm always like, well, you know what? It's your choice, so you can wear that to school. (laughs) And she's like, okay. And, like, fine with it. And I'm like, yeah, you just, like, gotta let them do whatever. My brother said (laughs) he's been letting Ian pick what shirt he wants to wear, and then he'll pick shorts that go with it. And he said at some point recently, uh, my brother's very, like, in high school, everyone called him, like, a metrosexual because he was just, like, very, like, aware of his appearance and, like, his hair had to be just so and had, like, all kinds of gel in it and whatever. <laughs> and he's, like, kind of still like that, yeah. honestly. Um, so he, like, pulled out, like, a brown... Oh, I think he had, like, brown pants. So, like, Ian chose his shirt, and my brother was like, okay, you should wear these pants with it. And then he was like, which shoes do you want to wear? And Ian was like, well, I can't wear the brown one. Like, he just, like, said something that was, like, 
actually legit like yeah. fashion forward and my brother told us about it because he was like my kid's turning into me <laughs> he's two and a half and he was like well these ones because these are obviously the ones that and he and it was just like oh no <laughs> there's a little nathan in our midst um which again is like yeah everything is cyclical yeah yeah i'm big on like all right, you gotta you gotta give it a shot. You do you. Even though I'm like, oh god, you're not playing with that right. <laughs> Let me cut that for you. <laughs> to like sit there and be like, no, that's great, perfect. That's yeah, great. I was trying to play a, like that. You know, just the like classic matching games mm-hmm. with Ian, where you just like flip over one card and another one, and if they don't match, you flip them back over. And at the beginning of the game, he's like, he's totally got it. He's like flipping over two, and he's like, those don't match. And I'll flip them back over, and he's like, your turn. And you can do it, and then flip them back over. But, but like, a few turns in, the first one he flips over, he just wants to find the other one. Right. <laughs> so he'll just be like, so flip one over, and then he'll just, like, look at each card and, like, put it back down. It's hilarious. Man. Yeah. Anyway, that was a little tangential. But... <laughs> slightly pertinent because of uh, you know those suburbs man that suburb life <laughs> do you ever get out into the suburbs here at all I um uh Dan's family lives in a suburb so we once went out there and I made him go to the outback afterwards yes, of course you did um, but his suburb is so much like different than mine it doesn't yeah. have a lot of like chains and stuff. Uh-huh. So we went to a different suburb <laughs> with like a ton of chain restaurants. And we went to the Outback. Perfect. And I was very happy. Perfect. <laughs> uh, well, this was so great. Thank you so much for Thanks doing for it with me. Um, Becca Slack, I love you and I mean that. Love you. This has been a Nerdalogs production. For more on the Nerdalogs and our shows, please go to www.nerdalogs.com. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.